Hey, welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. And today, we'll be talking about simplifying things to declutter your mind. So, we have so many different things that occupy our attention that range from things like what piques our interest or what might be seen as a threat. In today's world, we have so much more information and things are at our disposal that are constantly occupying our mind. And sometimes this can be too much, too overwhelming to know what exactly to process, what exactly to focus on and, and move forward with what we have. The thoughts of, I should do this, I shouldn't do that. And this constant pull and push can keep you from moving forward with things because with more options that are available, there's a tendency to fantasize about how things could have potentially played out with all the other scenarios. So when you choose one thing over other possible choices, it can feel as though you're missing out. And when that thinking comes about, then it holds you back from what you're supposed to be doing. You're not focused on the right now. Or maybe what happens is that it keeps you stuck in place because you're constantly trying to keep all your options open. No matter what it is that you're trying to process, the more that you have, the greater the challenge it can be on how you feel mentally because it can weigh you down. When there's too much information to process, you might experience what's known as cognitive overload, where you reach a point of paralysis of information, not being able to process and act on what you have. Being overwhelmed with so much information can cause you to develop frustration and detachment from the details your brain is trying to process. This can lead to not wanting to do anything at all or trying to summarize things really quickly that causes you to make poor choices. And if it gets to that point, it's going to affect your confidence. So to help overcome having to process so much information, simplify things to declutter your mind. A great way to start this off is to declutter your physical space because it's going to help your eyes see things in a more organized fashion. So when you can physically see that your area is organized, that already starts to get your mind going that same way. It can give you a sense of calm because you'll understand that things are in proper order so you know where to find them. It's almost like you can rely on them being where you need them to be. You'll be better able to avoid the frustration of, uh, where did I put that again? Because when that happens, it can snowball into other parts of your day. Sometimes, these little things can be the difference in how well or how bad things will go because it can affect how you feel. The result of all this is there's less distraction, which is going to help you increase your focus on the things that are important to you. And with increased focus, it means you can naturally get more things done. So being in a space that's organized gives a renewed sense of accomplishment each time you're there. What you also come to notice is that you'll be more efficient with your time. And this is going to help you feel more satisfied in the things you do every day. When we feel that our time is being used wisely, we feel more accomplished and connected with ourselves. 
specific ways to get your areas more organized is to first start removing all those unnecessary things that are occupying it. Look at the things in your area and come to ask yourself, does it need to be here? Because if it's not, just simply remove it. It doesn't have to be thrown out, but maybe you have a certain place to put it in that's out of sight. The less things you have to look at, the less things you have to process that are weighing on your mind. When you're able to do that, you can really then start to hone in on how exactly you want to set up your area. As you go through this exercise, it actually mentally prepares you to get rid of unnecessary things out of your mind. And it helps you better organize the thoughts that are really important to you. It's almost like you know where you put those thoughts that you can always revert back to when needed. You come to reduce those times where you tell yourself, what was I thinking? Or why did I come in the room for? Overall, this is going to make you mentally sharper. Once you're able to get those unnecessary things out of your way, you can focus on organizing the remaining things. This can include the books and the papers on your desk, the clothes in your closet, keeping the floor clear and clean, the bed well kept, and the bathroom well organized. The things that are left in your line of vision signal that they are important to you. If it's not in your line of vision, then it does not require your attention as much. And with less things you have to look at, the clearer your mind will be that makes you more nimble and calm so you can handle yourself well. Doing this gets you in a methodical way of thinking and doing where you identify key elements of what you need to do and why you need to do it. This helps you to move past the messing around phase, searching for your target because you have a path that's well kept. So physically, what you gain is more space. So you have more room to be flexible and operate that's going to help you have peace of mind. You break through the restrictions that once were a part of what held you down. And after you're able to physically have your space organized, then you can start to move on to all the other distracting things in your life that can be removed, reduced, or minimized in some way. One of the first things to remove, if you can, is those toxic people in your life. Because they're going to weigh you down mentally, constantly causing you to worry and become anxious over the things outside of your control. Their energy is going to rub off onto you and it's important to recognize that. Those things that are outside of your control contribute to more information that makes your gears turn, that gets you to be defensive, constantly looking for what's going to happen only for much of it to be overhyped. But... If you can't remove those people, at least try to reduce your interaction with them and even prepare yourself mentally on how you're going to handle yourself so their energy is not rubbing off onto you. From there, you can remove toxic things like comparing yourself to others, worrying about what others think about you, engaging in negative talk, or just gossip in general. These are things that are self-defeating that is going to continuously occupy your thoughts. Worry is there to signal to us to be on the lookout for what might be seen as a threat. But constantly being worried is exhausting and this is going to leave you with very little energy for anything else. Letting go of these types of things helps you break free from limits so you can simplify things. 
a helpful way to really expel this from your life is to write down how you're going to avoid or minimize these types of distraction. This gets you to think out your strategy for how you're going to handle yourself. And the more that you look at it, the more you're going to be conscious of what your intentions are. This is going to help set boundaries and know where exactly you're within and overstepping yourself that's going to help you later course correct your actions. We know what we should and shouldn't do based on what's good and not good for us. But this doesn't guarantee that we're going to do all the right things all the time. If we're not careful, then the impulse will take over what we should know to do, even if it's against logic. The things that we tend to repeat mentally are the things that we repeatedly do in our life. We know that eating lots of fruits and vegetables and getting plenty of exercise is good for us, but that doesn't mean we will do it if it's not important to us. Are we really telling ourselves to eat more fruits and vegetables? Generally, what we tell ourselves is based on what gives us the most comfort. And many times, what is most comforting is what's easy. The easy thing would be to not own up to what you do, which is why being caught in negativity can be so captivating because it deflects the blame from you. You got to find ways from it encroaching into your life because if you're unaware of it, it can become deeply ingrained in you. Being aware of what to avoid and how to avoid it gives you a good game plan on how to attack it. With so many things that we all have to get done on a daily basis, it might be helpful to have a to-do list or you have a mental one to help you stay on schedule. This can be a good resource, but in a sense, when you're trying to declutter your mind, it might be helpful to shift to a priority list of things that that really need your attention. So unlike a to-do list where you get four things done and add six more, and then by the end of the day, you might have 17 things to get done for the next day. So when you look at it, it can feel a bit daunting of what's ahead. If that happens to be the case, try incorporating a priority list where you have a maximum of three things that need to get done. This forces you to evaluate what really needs your attention and what are some other things that can be done at a later time. This is going to reduce some of that clutter and allow you to focus more on the things that are important. An example of what might be written down on a to-do list is cook dinner, work out, or clean the house. These are things that need to get done, but they should almost become a habit. A great example of a priority list is finishing your sales pitch by the end of the day. Submit that business proposal to apply for a business loan within two days. Or submit your college application by the end of the week. Writing down these types of things on your priority list will make it clear what truly needs your attention. So you have more energy to focus on it. And when you get it done, it makes you feel more accomplished. With lots of things on your to-do list, it can feel more like putting out small fires and draining as you cross them off. If you happen to find yourself still putting more than three things on your priority list, figure out how to get a lot of the smaller tasks part of a routine, even if it's not done on a daily basis. Instead of writing down to get laundry done, have a set period of once a week or twice a week where you wash your clothes and then this kind of frees up your mind from having to even think about it. 
that you get to the point of, okay, today, Sunday morning, I'm going to get laundry done. Or if it's something that you might forget, see if you can get it done right then and there once you think of it. This could be calling a friend to get advice on something you might be going through. Instead of putting it off, once you think of it, make the call. This is going to help you be a little bit more efficient because instead of writing down, call friend for advice, and then you go about your day, then you look at your list and see call friend for advice when you could have done it instead of writing it down. So you skip the step of putting it off till later when maybe later you might be tired or don't feel like doing it. And this might lead you to putting it off to another time. If it's important enough for you to think about it, then it should be important enough for you to get it done or at least get started. But if you don't feel like getting started on what you're thinking, then maybe you need to evaluate if it's even a priority at all. Being decisive is also going to help you declutter mentally because it's going to help you summarize important details so you can take action. There's actually a sweet spot for making choices where between 8 and 15 choices are things we can handle well. But any more than that, it can feel like it's a little too much to process. So in those cases where you have an array of different options, just look at the standards that you have. And the ones that don't meet up to them, you can quickly eliminate them. Have in mind the outcome that you do want. And you can align all those different options to measure up to it. Kind of like the rides that have a height requirement to get on. Below this height, you cannot ride the ride. And you can make it as straightforward as that as well. You'll quickly come to find out through the process of elimination that the options that you do have become a lot clearer of which ones you should go with. And then as you make your decision, have conviction so you're not procrastinating that's going to cause you to doubt yourself. A great example of this would be when you're going to a buffet with a wide selection of different foods. With all those different options that you have, you might tell yourself, where do I even begin? And a great start would be with your favorite foods so you feel satisfied and then you can try something else that piques your interest. Or maybe you do it the other way, something you haven't tried before and then your favorite foods. But what about if you're at a restaurant and you have only one thing that you can select from three different options that includes beef, chicken, or fish? How are you going to decide which one to order? For me, since I like all three, I would just go with the cheapest option to save a little bit of money. The more decisive you are, the more you'll come to simplify things in your life, even in those times you make choices that lead to bad outcomes. That decisiveness is going to help you pivot quickly when you need to course correct and it's going to strengthen you. This is going to help you focus on the choices you did make instead of the choices that you foregone. And this can be a tricky thing to navigate when you're focused on what you could have chosen because that means you're not focusing on the things within your control and what's in front of you. Those times that you're feeling overloaded mentally, take the time and walk out in nature and ponder your thoughts. Avoid being in any of your electronic devices, including playing music. That way you can just take in and listen to the sounds of what's going on all around you. Being outside can give you a sense of escape from the stressful demands of your daily life. As you start to experience the vastness 
and connectedness that the outside environment provides, it gives you the opportunity to decompress and reset your focus that allows you to look up and move beyond eye level as this reduces aggression. As you start to look up and see how big nature is, it can help you realize that that maybe the problems that you're facing aren't as big as what they might be interpreted as. It gives you the opportunity to gain perspective to see things beyond how it is being viewed. Being outdoors improves our concentration as it allows our voluntary attention where we choose to focus on a certain thing to rest and that involuntary attention to become activated where we can effortlessly enjoy what we're being stimulated by. It's estimated that we can effectively concentrate on our work for about 90 minutes and then after that productivity starts to decline. So a good way to incorporate being outdoors is taking breaks after being concentrated in something for those 90 minutes. It doesn't necessarily have to be walk out in nature, but maybe just stepping outside from your home or the office building and just looking at the green space. And this is going to help take some of the stress off of your eyes as well. So start to incorporate this into your daily life where maybe you take a walk each day for 10 minutes to regroup. Or maybe you just stare outside the window and admire all that nature has to offer. If you happen to just stay inside and look out your window, make sure to have the TV on mute, turn off the music, and avoid being on your phone. That way you can just concentrate on what's outside. This can get your creative juices flowing where you might come up with a great idea on how to overcome the things that you're struggling with. Another great way to declutter and simplify is find happiness in the simple things because they're all around us and they truly are magnificent. They tend to be overlooked because those big things we want of maybe being wealthy from a material sense or recognized for our achievements can be blinding from what really makes us happy every day. That the attention is consumed by how green the grass is on the other side when we're not watering and fertilizing our own grass and realizing how great we might have already have it. The hugs and kisses that we receive from our loved ones do wonders for how we feel about ourselves and we got to remember to truly appreciate them. The conversations that we have with the people we make connections with or just the simple ability to walk on our own where we desire are things that are a privilege And we should always remember that. When you're able to enjoy all these simple things around you, your life instantly becomes better. Sometimes we might forget what we have because we're too busy worrying about what we don't. Being tuned into the details of what makes you happy, such as the smell of the food you're afforded, the noises that the birds make, or the way that people uplift you should be recognized and cherished. Having this type of perspective comes from understanding that it's not so much getting more makes you happy, but knowing what you have is only for a limited time. While the days on an individual basis can seem long, the years and the decades can go by quickly if you don't pay attention to it. When we come to understand how precious our time is, we can live with so much more purpose that always goes back to the simple things that we get to experience. To really help declutter your mind is to find out what's important to you and focusing on it. 
when you can do this, you gain so much more clarity because you start to separate those things that align with what's important to you and those things that are not. It's like you're clearly defining what will occupy your attention and what will not. So if what is important to you are things like being around great people and doing things that you really enjoy, then you clearly identify the parameters of what will be accepted and what will be tossed out. We all have a need to relate to our peers and generally this is done through being accepted by them. But we must remember not to conform ourselves simply to feel connected. In this case, we're being around great people and doing what you really enjoy are at the forefront of what you're striving for. Those people that do not accept you for who you are simply do not meet the parameters that you set. Without having those parameters that you put in place, there might be a tendency to fit into what they want you to be. If this happens, then there is a better chance for your mind to be cluttered with the things that are not really interesting to you. So you try to keep up with it and this can leave you feeling frustrated. But when you know that that's not important to you, you can leave behind much of this to use your time for something more meaningful. And I think a lot of what we do comes down to how we're using our time. If we feel that the time being spent is well worth it, then we're much happier with ourselves. But if we feel like our time is being wasted, it can feel pretty miserable because I think most of us realize that the time we have is such a precious resource. So those times where we're uncertain of what we're doing, it can feel a bit deflating because we know that the time is ticking. As long as you know what you're pursuing and why you're pursuing it, even when you're uncertain of how it's going to be done, you know your time is being used wisely because you have clearly identified what you're working towards. It gives you a destination that you're trying to get to, and the fun part comes with getting there. This clearly identifies the path that you need to take even when it has not yet been paved for you. So much of your thinking will be about, will the thoughts that are occupying my mind going to get me closer to what's important to me? Because if it's not, you can move past it and find the things that will. Simplifying things in your life is going to be key to decluttering your mind. And this starts by removing the distractions in your life. Get started from a physical standpoint is going to get you into a good rhythm of how you can continue that mentally. The things that you physically see helps you conceptualize the things that are occupying your attention. Organizing that outside world around you can help you be more organized mentally. The more you're able to remove, the more you can come to understand what thoughts really require your attention. Be decisive in your choices and incorporate nature into your daily life. Remember to enjoy all the simple things that you have because when we forget to do that, life tends to become complicated because we're looking for something that's not. Simple does not mean easy. What it means is that it is basic. Writing a book can be simple, but it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. So as you go ahead and simplify things, keep what is important to you at the top of mind, and then you can cut through all the nonsense that does not align with it. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. If you're interested in more topics like this, please become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. We have our monthly members meeting to discuss topics like this. So please come check it out. Become a Thriving Minds member. 
All right, until next time.